0: Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hey, welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulligan. And I'm Mark Whitman. And we're following up last, uh, last week's episode. Don't know when you're listening to this. We did a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. We talked about my Disney trip, we talked about Disney Plus, we talked about and I mentioned Rise of Skywalker and Mark had not seen the trailer. Mm-hmm. He literally a minute ago finished watching that trailer. Mark, mm-hmm. your thoughts.
1: I thought they did a wonderful job of using the stuff that we cared about. Yeah. to hook us into wanting to see the stuff that we don't care as much about. Yes. Here, remember? Yeah. Yoda?
0: Yeah. You remember Yoda? Yeah.
1: You remember Darth Vader? Right. You remember Obi-Wan Kenobi? You remember Luke Han? You remember Leia? All the stuff you liked about it? Yeah. Oh, here's a movie, you know, that's not going to have any of that stuff in it. Right. <laughs> that's what I saw. I mean, and but it looked good. Yes. But it looks good. I mean, uh, it was just using that. That's a great market. That's why... WWE does the uh, the Hall of Fame the night before WrestleMania before yeah. you used to have to buy the pay-per-views. Right. You know what I mean? You didn't necessarily... Now it doesn't matter because right. you got the network or you don't. Yeah. But used to. That was the... I always assumed that's why they did the... Because ha- I don't know how many times I would say to myself, I'm probably not getting WrestleMania this year. And then I'd watch the Hall of Fame and I'd go... Well, I might as well get wrestled. Yeah, it's year, a once a year. You never know; you might have a Bret Hart, Steve Austin match, or you might yeah. get a Hogan and, and Macho match. I mean, you never knew. So, and I think they did the same thing: it's using the nostalgia to remind you, remember, you used to like this.
0: But here, all right, yeah. so um, I think I would I'd be interested to talk to some kids.
1: Uh huh.
0: Maybe fifteen and younger. I wonder if they're they would be like why why we gotta have that old stuff man well, I want I want more yeah. Ray I want more Poe I want yeah. more because I think <laughs> the characters well and it, well may, man this is gonna be good because I'm gonna tie this into wrestling Han Solo mm-hmm.
1: 1977
0: He was a larger-than-life character Mm -hmm. when there weren't a lot of larger-than-life characters. Mm -hmm. Star Wars was a blockbuster when there was no such things as blockbusters. And if you haven't listened to the podcast series, Blockbuster, it gets my highest recommendation.
1: Well, check that out. I'm looking for a good podcast. It
0: is uh, basically a reenactment of... The summer and season when Spielberg's making Jaws and Close Encounters and and but it's it's a dramatized, so it's not it's phenomenal. Hmm. Um, I say all that to say I was because I was initially going to say these characters: Ray, Poe, Finn, BB Eight. That to younger kids. They're the same to the younger kids as Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Chewbacca, Darth Vader are to us. I don't, that's,
1: think, I don't think they are.
0: That's what I was going to say. And okay, I, my bad. I, and I, the, so I, I know you're getting me. No, no, no. So I totally agree with you. Why would you say they're not?
1: Because there's so much more to choose from.
0: That's exactly what I was going to say. It's not
1: like before when there was one movie that right. came out that captivated the country. Yeah. And then everybody would talk about it, and everybody would have to go see it. Everybody. And it would last, and people would go back, and you'd go back and see it three or four times because it wasn't going to be on digital and Blu-ray in two months, and it wasn't going to be available on the streaming services from now on. If you didn't go see it in the movie theater. You didn't know if you'd ever see it again. You may not see it for five years when it debuted on TV. Yeah. It may be five or six years before NBC had the movie night. Remember they used yeah, to do that. Yeah. That was a big deal. My grandpa, that's why he watched a lot of movies. Yeah. He'd finally get to see something. Yeah. yeah. They but used to now, do it on
0: Sunday night, and yeah. it was a big, was big, a big deal. It big
1: deal, man. Um, Wizard of Oz, remember? Wizard of Oz used to come on once a year, and it was yeah. a big deal. Man. Yeah. It
0: and if stop. you missed it.
1: I can remember going and getting like Jiffy Pop. Yeah, and my dad making the Jiffy Pop because Wizard of Oz was coming on.
0: You know? you know, that's why it wasn't until maybe a teenager that I saw Wizard of Oz in its entirety. Because mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, Wizard of Oz all night. Oh, and then you're, it's, you're only getting to see a certain part. But I, I think if I'm not mistaken, when I was a kid, we went to somebody's house to watch the Wizard of Oz.
1: I'm sure. Yeah, it was a big deal. I, drew, I, I remember having Jiffy Pop. And watching Wizard of Oz. I can remember. A lot of people
0: right now don't know what Jiffy Pop is. Explain. smarten them up.
1: I would think the folks listening to this know. I don't know. What Jiffy Pop I'm hoping,
0: you know, there might be somebody. We got, listen, some of our listeners in Russia, Brazil, the U.K., Australia, uh,
1: Tijuana. So, if you don't know what Jiffy Pop was. Yeah. It still is. You can still get it. It was popcorn that came in a little pan yeah. that, was, that had a handle on it, and you would set it on the eye of the stove. Which is, we didn't have microwave popcorn. Yeah. Yet. You either had a popcorn machine, and this was the closest thing to microwave popcorn. Yeah. And you would hold it over the heat of the stove, and you'd move it back and forth, and then it would expand, and then you'd tear the, it, you know, it had a tin foil. It's hard to explain. YouTube Jiffy Pop, if you don't know what it is. It? But it was a, like, that was... What folks did at home if they didn't have a popcorn machine.
0: People would come to my house. I don't know that, and I feel bad if I, I don't know when we moved, when I was five or six, if we still had it. We had an actual popcorn maker. Yeah. It was like an yeah. upside down pyramid. Mm-hmm. My grandpa had and one. And it would expand.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was like the coolest thing ever. It would spill out into the bowl. And I just I've remember. got one now. I've I just remember thinking, machine. where did that thing go? Oh, let to throw this bag in the. Throw this bag in the microwave yeah. and yeah. kids today. They don't know.
1: It's cool, though, because like, I do have a popcorn maker. And mm. one of my nephews was over at the house a few months back, and I made him some popcorn in it. And it was just, um, he just sat there and watched it and was amazed that it was moving and that filled the bowl. And it's cool because, mine you, you flip it over and the bowl is the thing that it popped in becomes the bowl. So you don't have to go through a whole lot of rigmarole of transporting things. But it was really, like, he was so excited <laughs> about watching Popcorn
0: Pop. i so excited that you said rigmarole, because uh, I have another friend this week, and <laughs> they said that, and I'm like, did you just say? I care very much about both of y'all, so just spoiler alert. So, oh, good. Good, you're both good friends.
1: Yeah, good.
0: Uh, what are we talking about? Popcorn. I'm Sorry,
1: I got distracted. Yeah. So, yeah, so
0: I think um, there's so many characters
1: Yeah, there's just so much to choose from. There's so much.
0: Nobody cares like we cared. Mm -mm. You got a little bit of, you got 10% care for 10 people instead of Mm -hmm. 100% care. Right. For one person.
1: And if it's not perfect, you know, people will say, oh, well, it wasn't perfect. Right. You know? And it wasn't like that growing up. I mean, I don't remember watching Star Wars ever and thinking to myself, and this is some of the finest acting performances I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Good not. Watch yourself. You know, that's <laughs> true. I mean, right? You telling me you can watch Mark Hamill and think that that was an Oscar-worthy performance?
0: I was going to go down to Tachi Station and get some power <laughs> converters.
1: See, you know, not a great actor. No. Actually, I don't know that it's not that he's not a great actor. I just think George Lucas was not a great director of people. I think right. he was great at directing action, yeah, um, and coming up with stories. But I don't think he was good. He, I don't. That ain't even. I don't think. I know because he had great actors like Liam Neeson and and uh, Ewan McGregor and and Robert. Patt- not Robert. What's the kid's name? Uh, Hayden Christensen. Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah. you know I don't know if Hayden Christensen is a good actor or not, because he's really all I ever saw him in.
0: He's you know. in this movie. I, it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, I actually bought it on Amazon.
1: I'm sure it's some weird. It f- is.
0: It's, it's based on a true story about this dude. He worked at the New Republic and just made up all oh, his gla- story.
1: Was it Shattered Glass? Shattered
0: Glass, yes. Yeah. He's in that, and he's not great. But that movie's just that movie's such a. It's just, but the dude, I don't know the dude's name. He played, uh, played the bad guy in Green Lantern. Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah, Peter Peter, Sarsgaard. He's great in Shattered Glass, and he kind of carries the whole thing. And that is, I love this podcast. We can go wherever we want to go. I mean,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Back to the rise of the Skywalker. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: What do you think? What 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 are your theories on this? Because someone asked me on Twitter the other day.
1: I think, here's my theory. It's going to make a lot of money. Okay. And it's some people are going to think it's great. There's going to be a bunch of people that think it's terrible and it's the worst thing that it's ever made. Mm-hmm. And someone has ruined their childhood. Yeah. Because this movie wasn't up there their expectations right
0: there will be people who they're already decided yeah. I'm not gonna like this movie mm-hmm. they're preparing their Facebook posts they're preparing their Twitter rants yep. and they're hoping ooh if this can go viral I can be famous talking that's bad about talking about Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. um
1: that's my theory
0: I think we talked about this on an earlier episode how you had in game And uh, we're gonna we'll talk about Rambo here in a little bit, and then you got this Star Wars, and it's like it's very odd that so many things that we've been following for a long time are like tying up, like they're coming to a conclusion, Uh and it's very. I would somebody who's an entertainment writer go back and look. When was the last time you had so many pop culture phenomenons? Game of Thrones. Endgame, game, Star Wars. Uh, I'll throw Rambo in there.
1: Stranger Things.
0: But I'm talking. What I'm talking about is that are coming to an end in the same year, in the same calendar year, uh, that all these things are ending at the same time. Yeah. That had such rabid uh, fan base. Um, Big Bang think, Theory. Big Bang Theory. I'd put it in there. I didn't I think never watch a lot of it
1: it was okay shows I mean it was what it was Um, I just think a lot of it boils down to dudes of our age Mm -hmm. are reaching a point where they don't care about that stuff anymore yes and I think that's what it is I think that we were the first generation I can't imagine a scenario where my grandfather would have bought a John Wayne action figure yeah yeah I just can't imagine, yeah, that right ever happening.
0: As we Even sit among, <clears throat>
1: as we sit amongst your action figure collection, I can't imagine a scenario where my dad, yeah, would buy an action figure, yeah, and put it up in his house, yeah. Um, so we are a generation of Peter Pan's. Yeah, we walk a line. We bridge the gap between. Um. I w- I do the stuff that a man's supposed to do, but I don't mind engaging in my play a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we, there's a generation or two removed where all they want to do is play, you know? Right, right. Um, so, but I but I'm reaching an age now where I care less and less and less about pop culture.
0: I'm right there with you,
1: you know. And, and so I think it's time for them to wrap all that stuff up if they want our money. Right. Um, right. I've been that way with music, yeah, for a long time. Yeah, like somebody asked me something about. It. I said, look, if it was made after like 1996 or 1997,
0: mm-hmm. I probably hadn't
1: heard it. Yeah. It, uh, with a very few exceptions, there's a couple of songs I've heard along the way from people that I already liked. Right. <laughs> you know, and every right. once in a while I will hear a song. God, oh, it's kind of catchy. You know, like, it's got a good yeah. beat. It's easy to dance to. Um, yeah, I just don't – and that's with everything, like wrestling and – and.
0: Can we transition to talk about music a little bit? I Because I, I wanted to talk about this, and I am the king of Segway style. So when I had my break, I started listening to a lot of music. I had a lot of free time, um, and I just have Apple music. And I just started listening to – I wanted to listen to this music a lot. Like, if I had, even if I was just sitting somewhere, I just had music going. And and if you do studies, it's really good for your brain. Especially if you're listening to, like, music you've never heard. Uh-huh. Your brain's like, ooh, what's coming? It doesn't know what to expect. Right. What, so, what I did, we were driving down to Orlando, and I thought, man, I'm going to listen to the entire Crack rear view in order. Mm-hmm. The just the way I listened to it on a tape. Mm -hmm. And you got eight, nine hours in the car, so I listened to that album the whole way through. I was like, that's cool. And I had like a U2 concert that I had had the audio of, and I listened to that all the way through. I was like, man, that's pretty cool. And then I thought, man, um, Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. I've seen a documentary on that. Mm -hmm. Such a, when people talk about great albums, it's right there. Mm -hmm. And you think about, all the things that were going on in their lives at that time of the recording of that album. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, when they put this out, it was put out as an album Mm -hmm. that you put the needle on it and it plays through. So when they're composing and placing songs in certain places, Mm -hmm. it's meant to tell a story.
1: Right, it was meant to be listened to long for.
0: And that's what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. So I listened, there was one day, and these albums were... It's like an hour. Even, so I listened to that album. And then um, yesterday, I was like, man, let's listen to some Beatles. I listened to the entire White Album of the Beatles, which is like less than, it's 30 tracks. Mm -hmm. But it's less than two hours. Mm -hmm. And I think I needed counseling after listening to that. That is the most, I don't even know the word. There's not a word to describe listening to the White Album straight through.
1: I might have checked that out,
0: man. Because it is just, I felt so many things—from uh-huh. uncomfortable to peaceful to love to uncertainty to what the heck am I listening to? Mm-hmm. And I, I tweeted out, and, we, and th- this is why I want to talk about this. We, t- I tweeted out about man, the Beatles. How can you even argue that yeah, they're one of the greatest?
1: Yeah, and I don't even—I I said I don't even that it's an argument. They're—they're yeah. the, probably—they're the greatest. I mean, they're—they're huge. Hu- I mean, so influential in music, man. And you might have other bands you like better, but you can remove the component. You can take the drummer. Listen, uh, I know you like Hootie and the Blowfish, but they're not even in the discussion. No,
0: no, absolutely band, not. Absolutely um, not.
1: But you could take the bass player or the drummer away, and they'd still be. Look at Leonard Skinner.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: I mean. Leonard Skinner is a tribute band at this point. Yes, that's not that's not the original lineup. No, nah. at all. I don't no. know if there's anybody from the original lineup left in that band. I don't know. Um, I don't think so. So, but if you take Ringo or George or John, there's a like there's a reason when they when they broke up they had to stay broke up because it's not the same. Without each one of those guys had their own personality. I mean, the drummer. Had a personality. Yeah. You know, and they set the template for, for the boy band stuff. And, um, even though they're, I mean, obviously musically not a boy band.
0: Um, so we're talking about generations. So you have that gener- you have, you have that generation mm-hmm. that you, whether you were doing something around the house or just sitting down on a Saturday night and you put the album on and you hit play and you played it through. And then you flipped it over. And now we live in the era of the single. Right. And so you're only getting...
1: The, the album doesn't have to be good. Right. All it needs is a good single. Right. Back in that era, the album had to be good. Because people weren't going to buy it for one good song. Right. Right. I mean, they might buy the single <laughs> of right. that song. Um, just Sold a ton of those 45s. Right, right. But if you want somebody to buy the whole album, the whole album needed to be, or at least most of it needed to be strong.
0: And I wonder if, man, we're just, I love it. I would love to get your opinion on this. I wonder if there's something in our culture subliminally or something that in the music or in culture in general, people feel like they're missing something. And part I of... I think
1: that people, definitely people feel like they're missing something.
0: And part of part of the journey or the exploration of trying to figure that out is, what do we see coming back? Vinyl albums.
1: Yeah. Cassette tapes.
0: Are cassette tapes coming back?
1: And I wish I had held on to all mine now. I just threw mine away a you couple know. of weeks
0: ago. No. Yeah. No, they're yeah. I dumped out the thing.
1: I wish I'd saved all mine. I, man, I had tons of cassettes. And I mean, finally, I just got rid of them. Yeah. I think I took them to Goodwill or something. Same with all my VHS tapes I got rid of. Now there's a big market for those.
0: Kids, you don't understand the difference in the quality of an MP3 and a cassette tape. Right. It is not even... It's not even on the same planet, it seems like. I mean, obviously not, because cassette tapes were before we received the alien technology in the late 50s. That led to the creation of the MP3. But, yeah, I think uh, you listen to albums now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I always have. Yeah. But I think when you listen to that old music, um, somebody tweeted out, Hey, this album by The Cure is underrated. So I listened to this album by The Cure yesterday, and I'm gonna be honest. There's some Cure songs that I really like. Mm -hmm. I couldn't make it through that album. It was was very depressing.
1: It is. I'm not a big Cure fan, you know.
0: Um, just like Heaven, that's a good song. That's more upbeat. Yeah. But I was like, "Eh, bro, whatever you're, you know, I don't remember the guy's name. Come on, man.
1: Yeah. That ain't for me. I I tell you, man. The Rolling Stones, Exile on Main Street, that's a good album. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen's um, The River is a really good album.
0: Did you ever – and I'd say this to anybody. And
1: also, just Born to Run is also a great album.
0: If you have not listened, you can't read the book. You have to listen to Bruce Springsteen's autobiography. Yeah. I don't know if it's $25, $30. I can't remember what I paid.
1: He's an incredible storyteller.
0: He, and it is, we've talked about this before, because you, he. Yeah,
1: I watched the Broadway show. He,
0: uh, I like felt this kindred spirit with him. Mm -hmm. But he took all his angst and melancholy and everything that I, a lot of things that you've experienced that I've experienced. He turned it into a multi-million dollar uh, touring Mm -hmm. rock star career.
1: He did.
0: Now, he doesn't have the number one podcast in Oconee County, South Carolina. That's
1: true. And he, he never will.
0: He never will. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, oh, that's good. And, again, Springsteen's one of those guys that I think even still in the era of the single. See, he just put out like a Western album.
1: Yeah, yeah. He still puts out strong music. He's good. I like. I've always liked Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. yeah, it's a good album. That's yeah,
0: good. listen, and he's one of those guys. There's a lot of, like, rock stars. You listen to their autobiography or hear, but you're like, what, what a jerk. But Springsteen yeah. is like, man, you just, like, just want to give the guy a hug. <laughs> you just want to say, man, I'm here with you. There you go. Tramps <laughs> like us. We were born to run. Let's circle back around. We started talking about movies. I want to see this movie, uh... About Bruce Springsteen, about the kid from overseas. I kind of do, too. That yeah. looks so fascinating yeah, to that me. that
1: looks good to me. And I tell you, the Beatles movie yesterday yes. looks really good, too. I'll probably check it out, where the guy, kid, wakes up in a world where the Beatles don't exist. Yeah. And just starts putting their songs out. <laughs> like, this guy's amazing. <laughs> yeah, what is this?
0: So let's circle back around to the Beatles. You listen to the Beatles, and there's it's like the Beatles – How do I say this? The Beatles are like a wrestler that makes it to WWE and then leaves WWE. What I mean by that is when the Beatles started out, they're making those quick, catchy, two- to three-minute songs. I want to hold your hand. hand. They're doing what everybody likes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broad
0: audience. Mm -hmm. Making their money. Mm -hmm. Like, Like a wrestler, he makes it to WWE. He's got to appeal to a broad audience, Mm -hmm. but he's going to be limited in his creativity. Uh But then he can break away like the Beatles did, and you can go to Japan, and you can go to the Anderson Armory, (laughs) and you can be artistic or whatever you want to be.
1: Mm -hmm. Interesting. That's an interesting point that they...
0: But there's some of their early stuff. Like, when you listen to their early stuff, you're like,
1: this is really? the." And that's not what. Yeah, made, well, that's why, That's because they hadn't started smoking weed.
0: I'm telling you what.
1: And then they started smoking the weed. And whatever they were, like,
0: they were having on the White Album. Yeah. The whole. Yeah. That's yeah. some good stuff.
1: Yeah, man. Like, everything. That's, all the music that you really like. Was written by people under the influence of marijuana to be enjoyed by people under the influence of marijuana. Well, you know,
0: Keith <laughs> Keith Richards tells the story. He passed out, and when he wakes up, his recorder had been turned on. Mm-hmm. He's like, what, "What? What? What is going on?" And he hits play, and it's the riff for "I Can't Get No Satisfaction."
1: Yeah,
0: and he didn't even remember playing it. And that song never did anything.
1: Yeah, what's Keith Richards know about being a successful musician? <laughs> what does
0: Keith Richards know about drug use and creativity? But you
1: know what's so cool about the Stones? Yeah. Um, I think we may have talked about that. Billy Corgan was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he talked what, what caused the problems with the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, when you get songwriting credit, yeah, you you make a lot more money, right, off of that. Yes, and he wouldn't share the songwriting credit with the rest of the Smashing Pumpkins. So as the which was fine when they first started, right? But as they started selling albums, what he made, right, was exponentially more money than what the other members of the band were making because yeah. he didn't share song. And they had tried to, like, his agent and everybody was going, "You have to share a songwriting credit with them yeah. because if you don't, it's going to create a problem yeah. if you guys take it." And he wouldn't do it, and it created a problem. The Stones do yeah they share songwriting Metallica shared songwriting credits.
0: that's with, what happened with the Eagles mm-hmm. the um Don Felder yeah wrote the lick for Hotel California right and they the the dispute with him and Glenn Fry was they moved him down to third or moved him down even even in songwriting credits,
1: there's right. like
0: one, two, and three, and they moved him down. To he's like, it's like I didn't even write any of the song. Right. And right. Uh, that's so that's so weird, man. It's such a weird.
1: Do you know who's making a ton of money off of Old Town Road? Who's that? It'll, it would surprise you to know who wrote that riff.
0: Who wrote the riff?
1: Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails is making a ton of money off of Old Town See, Road. See,
0: I, I saw a th- uh, like a five-minute documentary on Little Nas, and he bought that for like 30 bucks. He. That's what I,
1: I. I mean, I. Re, I heard something the other day about it though that Trent Reznor wrote that riff. Oh and, wow. Um,
0: now, you know what? It may have been Little Nas because cause, cause, uh, it may have been he wrote the riff for the remix. It could Cause be because Little Nas because he had the song. I heard that
1: song exactly once. Just because, it, because I was curious about. Because it. It. he
0: had the song, and then they added the Billy Ray Cyrus stuff to it. Oh, okay. And added that okay. part. I didn't know that. But he bought the original track for $30. The st-
1: the lyrics?
0: No, he wrote the lyrics. Okay. Because they made a big deal. He studied Western culture and hung around cowboys to get some of the wording. I'm like, ain't no cowboy talks. Just like some of the, I have no idea, but when he showed up at that school, have you seen that video? Uh-huh. He shows up at this school. Uh-huh. And they start playing the music. And there's 150 kids there, elementary school. And they just, they just all just, and it's just what you can imagine, 150 kids screaming that song. And it is, it is disturbing and entertaining and awe-inspiring all at once.
1: You know, it's interesting, things going viral. Yeah. It's just an amazing thing to watch. Yeah. Happen. You were t- you've mentioned it many like I don't know how many times today, you've mentioned Popeyes Chicken to me. Yeah, just because this chicken sandwich thing went yeah. viral. Yeah, like they couldn't have bought. Well, they probably did buy this right. publicity. They just they've marketed it differently. Right. Somehow, I've never seen an advertisement for that. I've seen a thousand Popeyes commercials. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. it's that woman coming to get my Louisiana chicken. Get yeah. my, get my Louisiana. We've had shrimp. Popeyes chicken We've together. Had, I love Popeyes chicken. It's great. I they're building one down the road. I can't. Where, 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 where? Yeah, they're building one in Easley. Oh, that's um, not. Yeah. That's not down the road for you, but I mean, it may be soon. But for me, it is. Yeah. You know? Um, I'll go to Easley to get Popeyes chicken. Yeah. Because it's different. It's good to me. All the chicken is
0: good. They shouldn't be fighting. They should be working together.
1: Right. I love it. But the point is, I've seen a thousand Popeye's chicken commercials. I have yet to see a commercial for this chicken sandwich that's taken the world by storm. Right. But I know more about it than I do anything else on their menu. And that's an interesting phenomenon.
0: And I think it was, I don't know that, we're recording this August 29th. I don't know when you're listening to this, but... We are list. This is the week it has the Popeyes chicken sold out. This week there are no yeah, it's more. It's a strange. Thing. So let's just can we talk about this too? Yeah. This is our podcast. We do what we want. Well, listen. We think so. You don't have to. The Popeyes chicken thing. If I'm not mistaken, it all started with a tweet.
1: They yeah, tweeted.
0: They tweeted something about that, like Chick Fil A were coming for you. Right. And all of a sudden, it was just this word of mouth viral. And I'm going to tell you, I think it was the best and possibly the worst thing that could happen. It was the best thing for them because they sold out of chicken. Right. But I have heard multiple, multiple stories, seen multiple, multiple testimonies of... Bad experiences. People yeah. sitting in drive through for an yeah. hour. Did you
1: see the fight that broke out in it? No. Oh, it was no. no. Just ridiculous. I'm going to People were brawling over some sandwiches. People were trying
0: to sell them on eBay for thousands of dollars. But
1: what concerns me yeah. is when I see stuff like that. If people are in a Popeye's lobby brawling over a chicken sandwich because somebody told them that it was good on the Internet, what are we going to do if there's a real food shortage in this country?
0: Oh, what's the, what is it? Um, 72 hours. I've heard yeah. if if there's a, any type of power or anything major, mm-hmm. 72 hours is going to be mass chaos. Yeah, before
1: we des- descend into anarchy yeah. in this country. It's a- and, and, oh, so much like somebody
0: playing. Out. Anyway, um,
1: uh-huh. It is almost like so. They're social experiments. I believe that. I believe that this Popeyes chicken thing is a social experiment.
0: Oh, I love it. Yeah.
1: Let's make something viral. Let's make everybody want one. Let's get everybody talking about it, and then take it away from them and see what happens.
0: So that's why I say. I mean, it it was financially, it was good for Popeyes. They got more publicity this week. And the best thing for Chick-fil-A to do, which is what Chick-fil-A did, is kind of just keep on doing Kep, what they're doing.
1: Keep on um, having quality people who work at their restaurants, producing a consistently good product, getting you out of there. It's never cold. It's always hot. It's never wrong. It's always right. And they always give it to you with a smile. Yes. Dude, you can't come down Clemson. If you go through Clemson, it doesn't matter. If you come through at lunchtime, don't get in the far right lane because it'll be stopped. Yeah. Because the the line to get in Chick-fil-A will be out into the street at lunchtime every day. Yeah. Even when school is not going on. Yeah. Every day it'll be that way, and it's that way for a reason, man. Mm -hmm. It's that way for a reason, man, because they hire quality people, and they put a quality product out. Yeah. You know, Um, and it's consistent. It's always, it's always. I mean, it's it's not. That ain't the best chicken sandwich I ever had in my life.
0: No, please,
1: but but it always tastes the same, and it's always right.
0: Yeah, and I
1: I get mine no pickles. Yeah, I don't know that they have ever given me a chicken sandwich with pickles. But I guarantee you, if I went to McDonald's ten times and asked for no ketchup, I'd get ketchup six times.
0: Yes. Um,
1: And it probably would be cold.
0: Have you ever? I don't know that I've ever held a cold Chick-fil-A bun.
1: That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, it's never, it's always that way.
0: It's even, like, a Chick-fil-A sandwich is in a container that has a lining in it to Mm -hmm. keep it warm and moist. Um, And I've never opened a Chick-fil-A sandwich and been like, "Where's, where's the rest of the chicken? (laughs) <laughs> it always fills the bun.
1: Now, I have opened Chick-fil-A biscuits. Up, right. And it not been, and it just been like this little piece. I don't think their breakfast is all that great.
0: Right. Um, but I think this could be one of the worst things that could happen to Popeyes because people have now had a bad experience. Have you ever seen a fight break out in Chick-fil-A? No, I
1: haven't. No, I haven't.
0: Because um, they keep everybody happy.
1: Mm, this is true.
0: Um, And I think Popeye's employees, the, the, the higher-ups at Popeye's, I think they thought this was going to be a good idea.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But is it good publicity that all people are seeing of your restaurant is you're out of food, you're out of food, you're out of food. You're not just out of food. You're out of this, you're out of that. There was a story, my, my good friend Deborah, Uh, she – uh, her cousin like put a post and so they were both one friend went to Chick-fil-A one fr- friend went one friend went to Popeyes they were going to meet and they were going to compare mm-hmm. one of them the Chick-fil-A experience is flawless the Popeyes she's done
1: with her sandwich
0: Popeyes she sits in line gets up there they don't have what she wants so she has to order something else and by the time she gets to the window they don't have what she really wanted, so she has to get something else. And then what they give her is not even what she ordered.
1: Right, it was wrong. Yeah, exactly.
0: And to me, we live in a day and age where people, you get like one chance.
1: This. Is, yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, people, we, we are living more and more in a day. Just
1: like we start, started talking earlier, there are so many options. Yes. You know? Yes. Because Chick-fil-A is not the best chicken sandwich in the world.
0: McDonald's still operates like they're the only show in town.
1: They do. All fast food restaurants do. Right. All, I mean, they're just, they're all playing second fiddle to, to the ones that try to do it right and cater yeah. to grown-ups. Right. You
0: know? Right.
1: Right. Because I would say, wh- whether you think the food's good or not, um, well, everything I've said about Chick-fil-A, I could also say about Arby's. I don't know that Arby's has ever messed an order of mine up.
0: The Arby's in Clemson did run out of roast beef one time.
1: Okay, I mean, you know, that's going to happen. If you're in those types of businesses long enough, stuff like that, some supplier, you know, there's a truck on the way and there's a wreck, and, you know, or he snowed in somewhere, you know, stuff like that happens occasionally. This is true.
0: But you can walk in. Just walking in and observing the workers at Chick-fil-A, it's different. It is. It is just a different mm-hmm. culture. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, it's like you said. It's not the food. It is the culture. Like, has Chick- is there ever been a Chick-fil-A? You and I went to KFC a couple of weeks ago. One person. Yeah. One person didn't show up.
1: And it was chaos. And it
0: was chaos. And it threw – everything off yeah and um and it wasn't just chaos that day because we went on thursday that was a month ago and i think uh thomas simpson patron went a couple of days it was still the same it was still like the same chaos yeah never happened at chick-fil-a no 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 they would have they
1: they would have handled they
0: you know whereas one place would hire four people chick-fil-a's got 10 people working on it and uh so I here so, let me say this. I think this is what I would say to wrestling companies. This is what I would say to people making movies. If you're a wrestling company you can either be Popeyes or you can be Chick fil A.
1: Not just wrestling. In life. In life, everything. Whatever you're doing. Yeah. You know.
0: You can either do it right the first time and do it well. And, and ma- be consistent. And b- make people feel valued. Mm-hmm. I told it, I so You I,
1: can go around making a bunch of promises you can't keep.
0: Right. So when I was in Chick-fil-A today, I ran into a pastor and we were talking about this whole thing. I couldn't get the app to work on Chick-fil-A. Don't know why. That's what took you so long. It you
1: give me this whole, I had to go in. You actually, I had to go in. The couple of, you, couple of you preachers got together. I had
0: rewards. So I go in, and I had already ordered, and, and I said, you know, I said, this whole Popeye situation, it's it's applicable to the church because Popeye's, every Sunday we pray that a bunch of people show up at our church, but if 300 people showed up at my church Sunday, we would not be ready for them. And I think that's what happened to Popeye's. Yeah. And if 300 people show up, they would not probably all not have a good experience. Mm-hmm. So you kind of got to be be careful what you wish for, you know, but also be be prepared for the unexpected. And and I am interested to see where I'm interested to see what the fallout of this. Now, we know for a 100% fact that when that chicken sandwich comes sandwich What did I say?
1: <laughs> chicken sandwich. <laughs> when it
0: comes back, uh-huh. It's going to be on like Donkey Kong. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be even because the now it, there's going to okay. be a buildup to all it. Right. It yeah.
1: will be for like two weeks, and then they'll wind up having a, they'll lose money because after everybody's had one and they realize that they're all playing second fiddle to Hardee's in 1991. All right. You know? Remember those chicken sandwiches? Boy, those Hardee's chicken sandwiches were good. You don't remember? Did you ever get the chicken sandwich at 91, 92.
0: Mark, that's when I was working. I know. At
1: Hardy's. Yeah. Those are some good chicken sandwiches, man. The point I'm is
0: I'm glad you liked them.
1: The point is uh, 2 years ago, the Popeye's chicken sandwich was uh Patty Lebel sweet potato pie. Mhm. That they sell at Walmart. Oh yeah. And what happened? They started talking about it. It went viral. Everybody said it's good. I bought one of them because I saw it. I went, okay, I'll check it out. And they are.
0: Are they still selling
1: them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can still get one. But what happened was they went from not having enough sweet potato pies because everybody wanted one to the next thing you know every time you go in there, they got a whole display case of sweet potato pies built up to the wall. But now everybody's already had one. Mm. Same with fidget spinners. I still see signs. I don't want, to, I, I like Popeyes doesn't want to be the fidget spinners of the fast food world. That's great. You know? Oh my god! Like that's what that's I so still awesome, there's a man. gas station that I see every day that still got a they still have to have a flashing sign. Here's the thing: by the time you bought twenty cases of fidget spinners to sell at your gas station, it was too late. Yeah. Yeah. It was over. Yeah. If you didn't get in it. When there was a shortage of them, you wasted your money buying the ones that you tried to sell. I guarantee you if you go up to Gatlinburg right now, you could walk into 20 shops, and they all got fidget spinners up there. They probably sell them for 25 cent a piece because they can't get rid of them. Right. They bought too many. And that's what's going to happen with those Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Can I
0: say this? If there's a church out there, churches go on mission trips overseas all the time. Y'all just need to go buy a bunch of fidget spinners. That would be a great thing to give out to, like, kids. Go on a mission True. trip. Yeah. Plus, you get them out of here. We we got yeah. way too many. We
1: got more fidget spinners than we need. That would be awesome. But, like, that, anytime. I would much rather be the a consistent thing than to be a fad. Who wants to be a fad?
0: And all the fidget spinners were the same. I have somewhere a Captain America Shield finish, fidget spinner really? that I got for, like, $10 somewhere.
1: You paid $10 for a Captain America fidget spinner.
0: Wait a minute. No, I did not. It was $10 on Amazon. It was $5 at the beach. You paid
1: $5.
0: It's a Captain America Shield fidget spinner. It's pretty awesome.
1: That doesn't make it any less stupid.
0: It's $5. (laughs) I was on vacation.
1: $5 for a fidget spinner? You are a grown... I want you to... You are a grown... Man, it
0: was for Drake. You didn't know.
1: <laughs> you are a grown man. You can drive a car. <laughs> I
0: wanted to see if it would work. <laughs> now, have you ever had one of those fidget cubes? They're much better than the fidget spinners.
1: No, I've never had a fidget anything. Oh, got, oh, hey, got, be careful! <laughs> careful! Don't lie on there, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> there's, there's one thing. All right, all right. <laughs> that I've been fidgeting with. <laughs> all i need <laughs> right 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 <laughs> and the, the uh, ink pen with the click 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 yeah, click i click, still click. do that i'm good i guess that's that. all i need that's all the fidgeting i need i ain't never bought no fidgets better why would i
0: do you know I'm a grown up do you know we've been talking about albums nostalgia do you know what causes the fidgeting what anxiety stress okay so, one of the ways you
1: could do like Cody Rhodes and just buy a um and um buy a vest for your dog <laughs> that says it's a service animal, and then you could put it on the airplane with you and tell everybody you have anxiety and it's
0: oh my,
1: <laughs> oh, you didn't see all that yesterday
0: no, so for me,
1: when they posted the pictures on the airplane with them and the dog and the dog had the vest on that said service animal," and he got called out for it. Oh, my. Yeah.
0: Well, you can't just buy the vest, can you?
1: Yeah. How do you think? All, do you think all these people walking around with these service animals Most of dogs, the, are really? You know, not, uh, yeah.
0: a lady in our church, one of her friends, uh, just their dog got certified, certified to be yeah. a service dog. It costs thousands of dollars.
1: I know it does. My father... Um, the, he doesn't have a service dog, but it's a service breed. It's it, he got it from a lady who breeds service German Shepherds. Oh my! And yeah, he like she was telling us how much it costs to get one, like, to get a real service animal.
0: Um, but stress, anxiety is what causes a lot of the need to fidget. Now, one of the ways uh, you're listening to this show, if you've seen any pictures, you know that I am. Uh, I believe the doctor calls it obese part of the reason is i am an anxious eater when i would the, the way i dealt with my anxiety i thought oh my blood sugar My i get lightheaded and i think my blood sugar was getting low so i would just start eating and one of the things i wish we had the camera because one of the things that i would eat has been brought here today by my good friend mark whitman mark tell oh, the yeah. tell the fans uh
1: what we've got here if you've never Folks of a certain age, if you remember the Hardy's chicken sandwiches, yeah, you probably remember remember the Planters cheese ball, yeah, and they are back, baby. Yes, it says it's back. I this as a kid, yes, was one of my all time favorites. Yes, I bought every can they had at Angles the other week, which is only three. They had three cans left. Wow, I bought all three of them because I never knew if they would be coming back again, mm-hmm. and I saved one, yeah, so that you and I could try them. Yes, here today. Now, uh, so.
0: A lot of people even listen. Again, this is an audio podcast. A lot of people may be listening. Now, when this first came out, the lid, I mean, it's got a plastic lid yeah. on top. But it had a peel top yeah, that like was c- would cut you.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And it was the thing. But you would open it and you would hear the air. Uh-huh. And, dude, it would just be. It, this was one of the staple
1: Oh yeah, snacks. This was maybe my favorite. Like, I don't. I like. Lay's potato chips as well. Yeah. But these may be right up there. Let's see. Hang. Oh, yeah. Not quite the same.
0: Not quite the same. I would always play with the Oh, let me get the smell of this. I'm going to tell you that doesn't smell the same.
1: No, no, I don't think. They're not as greasy as they used to be.
0: They're probably made with. Let's see what our nutritional value.
1: I don't spill them. Oh, sorry. There's no lid on it
0: three servings per container that means you can eat a lot for one serving one serving 140 calories 17 grams of carbs that's really all you need to know two grams of protein yeah um so yeah my kids eat cheese balls all the time but now you get them at like dollar general it's in the big plastic
1: thing Uh
0: those don't last
1: these
0: would yeah they're not good either Let's
1: These are pretty good though. Go ahead, have you one. I've had one. So you have you get a handful. You know you No, but it.
0: I did but I want to start with one.
1: I got you. You want to see what it tastes like. Mm-hmm. That's a little taste of childhood right there. Ain't it that? They they're not exact I, they're not as greasy as I remember them being cuz they're probably not fried anymore.
0: You ever used to just, they're air, more airy. Uh
1: huh. Yeah, they are more airy. I don't airy.
0: think they're as crunchy, but.
1: Yeah, they're not. They're different. I don't think, yes. But they're not, they're still better than most of the other cheese balls. Yeah,
0: these think. are not, I mean, I don't mean to be grumpy old man. They're not as good as they were. No. But I don't neither think are so, McDonald's French fries.
1: True. You know, they're going to start selling the cheese dust, too, though. You're going to be able to just buy that cheese dust to, like, put on popcorn. Like Are that. you serious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let me have a handful. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're good, though, right? I mean, they're better. Are than- these
0: smaller or am I just older no, and my hands bigger?
1: Yeah, they're smaller. Well, maybe not. I don't know.
0: I'm telling you what, there was nothing like coming home, sitting down, Voltron, G.I. Joe, and afterno- seeing
1: some of these sitting on the car. Uh huh. Long day at school.
0: Comfort food.
1: Yep. Mm. Pretty good stuff, though.
0: I t- you know, that's pretty smart of planters. Mm-hmm. Have they, they just haven't made these or they made them in a different
1: container? They didn't make them. They quit making them. And there became it was a demand from people going, wait a minute, why are you not making? Why did money? they? I'm sure people were buying them. Why they quit making <coughs> them? I'm sure maybe the sales weren't what they used to be. You know. And planters, when you think of them, you think peanuts. peanuts. Yeah. I think some of it's just it's nostalgia, man. They knew if they bring them back, everybody will go buy them. They'll make a little bit of money off of them.
0: They'll get that pop, that cheap pop, mm-hmm.
1: right? And that's pretty much what it is. I They'll probably be gone again in a year.
0: Well, you said that he's already out of them.
1: Well, they had them last time I was there. Hmm. Like I grabbed, they had three cans. I grabbed all three of them. Uh,
0: That's a good man right there. That's a good friend. Saved one for me. I did. Hey, let me ask you this. I saw on TV that, uh, or excuse me, I saw on the news. That this coke you brought me back from Galaxy's Edge, mm. you cannot take them on airplanes anymore.
1: That's what I heard too. Well, I don't know.
0: I figured that's how mine got back to.
1: Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh I find that strange because well, they.
1: Well, what I read was somebody asked, somebody like tweeted to TSA. Yeah. Can I bring this on the plane? Yeah. And they said no. Yeah. You can't.
0: Mm. Cause that would count as a liquid.
1: It looks well. You can take a liquid, but it looks like an explosive device. Yeah. But this is gonna be entertaining. If nobody listening to us eat cheese balls for ten minutes. But
0: just so everybody knows, we are not sponsored by Planters or cheese balls. But or the Kraft. We would pines. accept
1: your sponsorship. Yeah. If Conrad
0: says know. all the money's drying up, but we believe Kraft times We're your people, listen. And whoever owns Little Debbie. I
1: don't know. How they haven't given us some money yet. Our KFC. Oh gosh. Our Taco Bell. diners All the
0: places I can't eat anymore. Yeah.
1: And we're sitting here chomping down on these cheese balls.
0: Hey, it's only I neither one of us has got to hundred and forty calories yet. We're good.
1: You're right. You're right. We're good. They're good in the airy.
0: They are, and t- here's the, the All right, I'm just gonna say it. Th- this is brilliant, because I guarantee you, me and you both could eat this whole thing and still be hungry. Uh, oh, I guarantee. <laughs> because yeah. there's nothing to them.
1: Mm-mm. No, you man. You got
0: to eat like ten to even get the fl- like. They're not. They're not flavorful.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right.
0: I mean, if this were not for the podcast, I'd be like, eh, okay. I mean. I probably won't buy one of these.
1: No, I won't buy any more of them. But I'm happy with
0: them. I'm could not be happier that you bought some, brought them here into my home. Yeah. And listen, the true test will be taking them up, letting Drake try one, because if anyone is a cheese ball connoisseur, it's it's the Drake.
1: It's the Drakester, it's the
0: Drake-ster. Well, and we'll he see. he let's, will.
1: Uh, well, let's let's take him up there. We should have got him down here to do it and see what he thought.
0: Yeah. Um. Let's see if I can. T- See if I can text him.
1: Uh, we can pause this part, right? <laughs> he's
0: doing something. So anyway, we have uh it has been an absolutely great day. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. if you're not a patron, uh we posted again, we're recording this on August twenty ninth. We posted something to our patrons, probably the longest, I mean, about 30 minutes, just talking about life in general, and we haven't talked a lot of wrestling today. Um, All Out, we're recording this the weekend of StarCast and All Out, so um, I think, I'm definitely, I have, I'm planning on watching All Out, I'll probably have to watch the replay. I'm thinking about, I think I have enough Fight Network credits to get StarCast. Oh yeah? Uh, I definitely want to see the CM Punk thing. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Um, I saw a com- I saw they did a commercial with him. Where he
1: was in the ring. What did you yeah. think of that? I thought it was good, man. I, I did I too. Do. I mean, I think, you know, I think he's another guy. We were talking about Andrew Luck, yeah. you know, the other day. He's just another guy that, yeah. you know, he decided he'd rather be happy.
0: Yeah.
1: I can't knock him for that. I mean. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I'm just going to tell you, seeing that, that is a guy that does not want to have anything. To- he does not want to wrestle.
1: Didn't seem to want to, did he?
0: Yeah, but he was having fun mm-hmm. with it. Like, it, it yeah. Um, so, yeah, so. I bet f- you
1: they come off with enough money, though, Hill.
0: Yeah, if, if, especially if it's just like one match.
1: I. You know, if it was me and I had that kind of money and I was looking to build a company, he would. He might be my Brock Lesnar. You know what I mean. Where it would mm-hmm. be even less than Brock, maybe two or three times a year. Have him come in and do something.
0: If I'm CM Punk, hey, you got to work two days a week. That's essentially the schedule they're running. Yeah. Two days a week, and then pay per views. They they'll, they'll do Wednesday night, which they just announced Wednesday night TV in Charlotte. Oh yeah. Um, coming down. Uh, at the Bojangles Arena, um, I'm I'm just so fascinated to watch all this unfold.
1: Mm-hmm. It is interesting, man, to watch. You know, WWE say we're going to put NXT on USA, and everybody say, "Oh, they're trying to counter program when it they've been on Wednesday nights. NXT's been on Wednesday nights for years." Yeah, you
0: know. Who was it that uh, I was listening to some podcast and they were like. In, two, in 99 there was 9 hours of wrestling on TV a week. Mm-hmm. And it was dead by 2001. And yeah. and there's going to be 9 hours of TV on
1: this fall. That's too much, man. That's too much to keep up with. Right. And like I think Jim Ross said the other day and you I've heard this before Hogan and Holland and Nash t- used to tell Bischoff this evidently. And they said they were going to war. JR said um Somebody made a comment that we don't want to go AEW. We don't really. We don't want to go to war with WWE. And Jim just told him, "You don't. It doesn't matter that you don't want to go to war with WWE." Yeah, you're going to war with like. Yeah, that's what they are. That's what that's who Vince McMahon is. Yeah, you are. Whether you wanted to or not, you were not going to exist independent of them, and them not not pay attention to what you're doing. The
0: rumor today is. WWE is bringing back Enzo and Cass. I
1: saw that, too.
0: Like, that's where they're at. We will sign guys we do not like who have embarrassed the company. Yeah. We will bring them back just so they can't go to AEW.
1: I don't know that Enzo embarrassed the company. I'm going to be honest with he you. Got he a, was falsely accused of something.
0: Oh, this is true, yeah. I think he embarrassed the company with his ring work.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'll give you that. I thought they were entertaining.
0: I did too. I did too, but that, that was, yes. And I think anybody who says they weren't entertaining is lying.
1: They were an entertaining act.
0: Yes. And they were, yeah. Um, It's just a weird time in life and in wrestling. But that it is. That, that is. I
1: it. Eat, leave these alone, though.
0: Yeah. Let's take him up to Drake. It's been a really good day. Um, Got to get ready. Clemson plays tonight. Opening, opening game. I I dread going home. Mark's got to, yeah, deal with some of that. Um, Hey, we're on Twitter at Heath Mulliken.
1: At the DDK Show.
0: Um, that's where Mark is unfiltered, and that's where I tweet stuff I don't put on Facebook. Um, yeah. Thanks again to all of our patrons. Again. Got some stuff coming out for you guys. Uh, got some. Um, I'll be contacting you. Got some prizes and stuff like that. So uh, we'll be doing the drawings for those here really soon. There in the Facebook group uh, here. Since it's the end of August, but uh, yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff, man. Lots going on, and I mean, I think it's good. Like this season, this time. Not to talk about wrestling. Because there's going to be a lot of wrestling to talk about here in a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. And, uh, and and what we're going to have to do as a podcast. I mean, WWE's launching their own podcast network. And so, every podcast, we, we're we going to have to navigate how to talk about stuff in a way that nobody else is talking about it. You know? You know
1: I've said the other day I was listening to... Uh, I wouldn't... I used to pay $20 for shoot interviews. Yeah. And, like, if Jim Ross did a, an interview, I would have paid a lot more. If Hogan did an interview, yeah. if Steve Austin had done an interview, I would have paid a lot more than that because I paid a lot for flares. Yeah. Um. And now you have Jim Ross doing a deep dive into all these different yeah. cards, and then you have Steve Austin interviewing Hulk Hogan. That was true. And then them, them talking about it. I mean, and that was free. Yeah. And how do you compete with that? Yeah, if you are talking about wrestling, you don't. I mean, you just we can't compete with Ho- with Steve Austin interviewing Hulk Hogan.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, those guys don't need to make money off a shoot interview.
1: No, they don't need that money, and they and Hogan was probably talking to one of the only guys in the world that he can't BS.
0: Right, right, you know. and and Flair. When that shoot interview came out, that was like when he was like rock bottom, it and was. he was desperate for money. Uh-huh. And he
1: said in the interview, "If I didn't need money, I wouldn't be here doing this right now." Wow. I'm pretty sure he made that comment at some point in that interview because it was about something about kayfabe or something like that. Using he's not a fan of, of guys using insider terms. Yeah. If you've ever listened to his podcast, mm-hmm. he doesn't like—he doesn't like that. He—he he still kind of clings to that, you know, not exposing things. Yeah, and that's what he said. If it wasn't for the fact that he needed money, he'd never do a shoot interview. But he needed the money, and now Aron's doing a podcast. You know
0: what? You didn't know that? I didn't know that. Dude. Yeah, I'm kind of Con- out of the loop.
1: Guess who's uh, guess who talked him into doing one? Wow. yeah Called the Aron Show. But I wonder. How open Arn will be? It starts in September, if I'm not mistaken. Because the Arn show. Mm-hmm. Um. Arne's shoot interview was awful. It was terrible. Yeah. Because he still clings to that. You know. His book was pretty bad too. Yeah. Where he's telling you these stories like what you saw on TV was what really happened. I remember watching the shoot interview, and they were talking about. Luger getting the win in that battle royal, and him saying something like, Well, that was just a deal. You know, we'd, uh, you know, we wanted to pay JJ back. So we, yeah. uh, you know, and like he told the story like what you saw on TV. You know? Yeah.
0: You know, Oli was spending too much time with his kid. He wasn't committed to the Four Horsemen anymore.
1: Right. It, so I'm curious if the podcast will yeah. be that way. Be honest with you, kind of hope it is. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. To have a guy that's retelling his his story from what you saw on TV. Honestly, wouldn't that give me kind of – because everybody's doing it the other way. What if Orange Show was him? Straight up. Kayfabe. Yeah. You know,
0: Jay- Jay- J.J.
1: paid the guy. I mean, he bought the airtime.
0: But J.J. paid – I got the receipt right here. It's $4,800. Uh-huh. uh now, our cameraman was a guy named Willie Stowers. And he did not do a lot of camera work. And you can tell because he's a little bit shaky. <laughs> yeah. He could right. go a hole.
1: He could do his whole career like that. Oh, my gosh. You know, all these shows he was involved. Yeah, that was that time we made we made Sting believe that Flair wanted to be his partner. Boy, that was one of our best. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. One of our best hey, doing the Clash of Champions with Sting smart enough, they could do that whole thing. and I, I hope he does, man. I want that from the Arn show. To do an entirely kayfabe you know. And you know how people would podcast. be like, what? Is Anderson, is Anderson, has he lost his mind? No, this? but they,
0: but some people would be like, I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true.
1: I knew they didn't really like Dusty. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be a cool show now that I Oh my gosh!
0: Oh my goodness! (laughs) Oh, dude, that would be amazing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this is not the orange show. This is the double dropkick show, and uh, we talk talk
1: about the wrestling you grew up (laughs) with, wrestling you need to watch now, and stuff. We
0: will get back to wrestling, maybe. Uh, maybe If, if
1: wrestling decides to do something good. I take I take wrestling the same way I am with wrestlers. I take them as seriously as they take themselves. This is very good.
0: Mm-hmm. This is very good.
1: If you're serious about your business, and I take you serious. If you want to go be goofy, go be goofy. But I'll.
0: And if we, if you wear, Target basketball shorts mm-hmm. as your ring gear,
1: that's fine. That's how seriously I'll take you.
0: Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, I mean, at least get Belk basketball shorts.
1: Yeah, get you some good shorts. Right. Nothing wrong with wearing shorts if that's what you want to wear, but, I mean, make them look good.
0: Right. Get you some little embroidery on them.
1: Get you some of those MMA shorts that Brock Lesnar wears if you're going to wear shorts. At least
0: get you a sponsor, Jimmy John's or something.
1: Just buy You don't even have to actually have the sponsors. (laughs) You know? You're so quick to tell everybody you're a fake fighter, and it's all fake. (laughs) If you're so quick to do that, you don't have any respect enough to, you know, anyway. Right. Then just buy yourself some patches from these different companies and put them on a pair of MMA shorts and at least act like you got sponsors.
0: That's brilliant. That's really good.
1: Maybe if you took it serious enough to do something like that, more people would take you serious.
0: Yeah, and I think... People want to take stuff seriously. People take you, crazy stuff Ivan seriously. Ivan Koloff
1: and Nikita Koloff used to have the the sickle and the the bar on their trunks, and yeah. they weren't really from the Soviet Union. All
0: right, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> that is far enough. <laughs>
1: that's it. That's all, you go, that's all you can stand, and you can't stand no more, huh? What are you saying? I'm just saying there's a chance. That Scott Simpson.
0: <laughs> oh uh, no, can't say that anymore. No, no. I'm telling you what, we've been doing this podcast five and a half years. We've maintained total kayfabe, <laughs> total professionalism. Yeah. And on this day, you decide, hey guys, the Russians aren't from Russia. The
1: Russians aren't really Russian.
0: Somebody listening to this is going to be is just squirted off the road.
1: Yeah, I've blown their mind.
0: Hey. Hawk and Animal, not their real names.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, he wouldn't it be
1: cool if it were.
0: I as a kid, I wondered. You know what surprised me to it? find
1: out was that Harley Race was actually Harley Race's real name. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. We gotta
0: do an episode on him. Yeah. Let's do a let's do a little bit of read. Hey, next time we record, you pick let's try to pick different ones. You pick three Harley Race matches everybody should watch, and I'll pick three matches they should watch.
1: Okay. All I right. posted one the other day. There's a great NWA title match between him and Harley Race. That's available. Harley Race and Harley Race? I mean, uh, Terry Funk.
0: Oh, is that the one where uh, he beats Funk for the title, doesn't he? Yeah,
1: I think so. I think is that so. the one I where he
0: wins? Wrong. No, he beats Dory the first time, but yeah. then I do think he beats Dory jack beats race maybe terry beat jack then harley beat
1: terry yeah, something like that.
0: it was easy much easier to follow when they held it for a year and yeah it didn't it change was, every was. other it was. day nwa coming man we got so much to talk about but it's time we got to cut it we got to go i got to go pick up kids at school Yeah, Mark's got to beat some traffic.
1: I'm pretty sure it's too late for that.
0: NWA coming back TV. That's going to be interesting.
1: What channel they going to be
0: on? I don't know. They haven't announced yet. They just they YouTube channel. They pulled the Global (laughs) Force Network. We're going to do our TV tapings Uh and never
1: what channel? Well, we're going to put it. We're going to start on YouTube. I don't. Yeah, YouTube. Well,
0: YouTube TV is TV, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'm not talking about YouTube TV. though. You're talking about TV TV. They're just going to have themselves a YouTube channel. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
0: Hey, thanks for listening, folks. We have rambled in and out of the bushes. It has been therapeutic for us. We hope it's been therapeutic for you. Find a friend you can spend time with, have breakfast with, have lunch with, and talk about all the things in life that you care about and you don't care about. But as always, for the Double Dropkick Show, I'm Heath Mulligan. I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.